nsmag.com. The Nutrient Children's Festival of Saskatchewan is back June 1st to 4th in a new location in Rotary Park, Saskatoon. And CFCR wants to send you and your family. Enjoy live music and theater performances, larger-than-life interactive games, art installations, and a host of dynamic cultural activities. Just stay tuned to CFCR 90.5 FM and keep an eye on our social media pages for your chance to win. Well, and just like that, keep an eye for things that you can win on CFCR Community Radio. That's who you're tuned into, and I'm Lenore Swiston, and I'm your host of Civically Speaking. And today I have a wonderful um, guest with me uh, by the name of Rupin Sambasavan. And I may have just like totally like done no no honor to your last name. Did I do all right, Rupin? You said it perfect. There you go. So that's great. Thanks for joining me, Rupin. Before we kind of get going on on stuff, I just thought I'd do a couple of kind of check-ins. So one is just a little Saskatoon traffic housekeeping. And that's for anybody that's out and about tonight. Uh, know that if you're heading out number 12 towards the lake, as we like to say in Saskatchewan, heading to the lake, that there was an accident, um, sadly, on the way to Martinsville. So there's been some diversion of traffic. It may be going on. We may be past that. But I just thought I'd let folks know if you were wondering what was going on with a bunch of police as you were heading kind of north out of the city. So hope all goes well as a result of that. Second, just wanted to give a shout out to my aunt and her family. She's now out of the hospital in Saskatoon and making her venture back to her homeland. And so I'm wishing her all the best in her recovery. Um, it's thumbs up. So everything's been going well there. And then just a general shout out to folks that we still need rain. I know we had a little bit, but I'm looking at Rupin and we're both kind of nodding in our heads. We still need rain. It's pretty darn dry in Saskatoon. I know out at the farm where I'm from and area, they still don't have any rain to speak of. They literally had Rupin like little droplets and that's it. Um, so we can use some rain. And if you haven't noticed, for those of you that haven't, it is smoke that's coming in from the fires um, of northern Alberta that thanks a shout out to the Saskatoon View that I had on last week, Janice, and uh, other Hillary, and Pat, and Wendy. Um, you know what? Those that those fires are now coming this way. So hope all is going well with your family, uh, Pat, that I know are up there in northern uh, northern Alberta dealing dealing with stuff. Then just a couple of other check-ins before Ruben and Ruben and I start to check in on stuff that is of of mutual kind of interest to us both. Uh, for those of you that have been kind of following along in the news the last while, Station Place is going to be shutting its doors down at the end of this year. And what's going to be coming up is an old spaghetti factory. Yes, a chain is coming in. But I know there's been some thumbs up by folks, too, that really like their old spaghetti factory. So that will be happening to the current station place sometime. Rumor has it over the next year or so. Um, another one, there's supposedly a new golf course coming out to the Blockstrap area. We've had a lot of golf courses, but here goes another one. So, Rupin, that's going to be interesting to see, kind of golf going on its way again out in, 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 in nearby uh, rural Saskatchewan. So I'm sure people that are living out there will be really happy about that. Regina Land, um, council and mayor there trying to propose an interesting thing around limiting um, single kind of uh, use plastics. And so that's been catching the news, which is kind of interesting. Flip back to our council. We just extended on-street parking to 72 hours from 36, so doubled the time. But if you're a recreational vehicle, it's still only 36 hours. And if you're one of the six property owners that have a fence that's on city property, you never did get a decision last night because they're still lingering on it and it was a tie vote. So that kind of sucks. So that's going on. 
And there's an article coming out in tomorrow's Star Phoenix, thanks to Phil Tank. A shout-out to Phil on levees and infill and around a uh, a developer that does a lot of work in the um, core neighborhood saying we need to change the levee bylaw because it goes back to 1968. So those are kind of little tidbits of stuff that's been going on. If you're a Rattler fan, by the way, Basketball season is alive in Saskatoon over the summertime. If you're a Raptor fan, now's the time to be watching ball. Hey, Ruben? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Hey. And then when it comes to hockey, oh, my goodness, okay, that's another crazy one. you got St. Louis Blues that have got a whole bunch of Canadians on it. Three Saskatchewan players. That's right. I know, yeah. hey. And if you think about it, I mean... They lost by one goal last, well, two goals. One was an open net. But, I mean, they were outshot like crazy, and yet there they are still in it. Apparently, they were leading 2 nothing, and the Bruins came back and scored four straight goals. Ugh, I know. Hey, <laughs> devastating. I mean, I watched the last, kind of, I think, 13 minutes of the game, and I was like, oh, my goodness, Blues. Like, you're singing the Blues right now. So there we go. So now... We got that out of the way. And there's lots more that we can deal with. I mean, my last one that I always kind of mention as my check-in is the org chart of Saskatoon City Hall. And what I can say is there's been some movement on the acting positions, but there's still five or six acting positions that are still sitting there. So watch out what's going on there. And a shout-out to Lynn Croy. She's now been made the official head of city of management of community services and parks and such, um, the former position that was held by Randy Grauer. But we still got a ways to go in terms of kind of watching how the new kind of org chart of the city works out. I know the Saskatoon Voice will be back next month and we'll be kind of honing in on a little bit more of that, if not before. So now, how I get to Rupin. So Rupin and I have known, I've known you, Rupin, since you were a little guy. Yeah, little. <laughs> I yeah. know, you were the yeah. little guy, you know, and now you're a university student. So, you know, I've known you since a little guy, and the reason why you're on a show called Civically Speaking is because I know there's a deep partisan political animal that is inside of you. And I thought, what better way for us to have a visit than on air in front of everybody <laughs> having a bit of a chat? So before we get kind of into some of the, the key issues, share a little bit with the listening audience about who you are. <coughs> Well, I'm in my, well, I've been going to university for, this was my fifth year, but academically I'm still in my third year. That's because I only take two classes a term and an intercession class, which I'm in right now. Awesome. As you said, I'm a political studies major. Um, I've been brought up in politics all my life. Um, CBC's on 24, CBC <laughs> radio's on 24 seven, so. Except when you're listening to CFCR. CFCR, exactly. We gotta do a yeah. plug for CFCR Community yes, Radio. Yes, exactly. But, yeah, I've been going to um, NDP conventions since I was, my first federal, my first convention was at five months old when um, Alexa McDonough was, oh, wow. was a leader. 
that was in Ottawa. Yeah. So there's a, there's a picture of me as a baby, and Alexa is holding me. So that's quite interest, quite neat. Yeah. And um, I've I've seen the ups and downs as as a party. Um, of of course. 2011 yeah. was the big, big, was when the NDP broke through with Jack Layton, mm-hmm. the so-called Orange Crush, and um, I've seen, I've seen Malcare, I've seen the Malcare de- debacle, and um, now Jagmeet Singh, so yeah. it's actually, I just, I just met him for the second time last week when he did a town hall on um, Universal Pharmacare, yeah. which they will be proposing in the October election. So there's no doubt that you are a, a full-fledged NDPer and have been pretty much since the cradle. So, yeah. you know, in full disclosure on this show, I mean, we talk to people from all political parties. So I just want to make this known, and this is by no means the view of this station or anybody else. No, this is no. your views, yeah. independent of anything yeah. else, mine included. The interesting reason why I wanted to bring you on is because you, you, much like I hope that I can get some other folks from other parties, is you allow us to lift the lid a little bit on on partisan politics and get an understanding of what it's like to be as part of the apparatus. Yeah. So I really appreciate that, um, that you've come on to the oh, show to share that. Thanks for yeah. having me on. No problem, Ruben. And I hope to have you back, too, as we start to, um, you know, like Jordan Cooper following in some of the traditions that we have had in the past, as we've had folks of different political backgrounds that have also been part of commentating on some of the upcoming elections. And we've got one coming up. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, one of the things that I wanted to kind of ask you as as kind of a, a lead up to some of the questions around the current thing is you said something interesting like you've been involved in the in in politics since you were young what have you noticed that's changed since since the time when you were a little kid to now yourself as 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 an adult you know going through professional studies in that well i i definitely feel way more engaged than not that I wasn't engaged when I was a young kid but now as I grow older I yeah. I see the importance of issues like the environment and how how that is impacting uh, the city the province the country the world we got smoke in the air today, probably for the next few weeks. So I I see issues like the environment as being very important moving forward. Uh-huh. And so when you say the environment, you're somebody that's part of the NDP. Now, there's another party out there that affiliates itself really strongly with environmental issues at the national level, as we know, and now has been taking some strides at the provincial level in terms of having an influence, and that's the Green Party. What's your thoughts on the Green Party, and and why aren't you part of the Green Party? 
Well, yeah, the Greens have made uh, great great breakthroughs in um, British Columbia, um, Prince Edward Island, uh, but they are mainly on one one issue party. They they don't say much on an issue like universal pharmacare. Um, they're mainly on one issue party, and to be to separate yourself from a, a French party, you you need views. You you need a wider perspective of the country's problems, and um, I think I just think the NDP has a collectivist viewpoint of society, unlike unlike the conservatives who just cater to rich. Uh, rich people, and I, I just think we, we as a party, uh, like Medicare and, um, investing in things like education and Medicare, making sure hospitals are well, well staffed. I think that's important. So you're giving a really good commercial for the NDP right now. <laughs> so I'm sure they're really appreciating that, and I and I hear some strong opinions on the on a couple of the other parties. You know, we all have our own perspectives in terms of partisan politics, but I'm curious to what you what you appreciate about partisan politics, like why why your interest? Because I know I am a real I am a real keener on the on the civic politics, where there, where it's you know supposedly mm. nonpartisan, but you know it's 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 it except you know. In in our, in, I'll just speak to Saskatoon. You know, there's no parties per se that run at the at the municipal level. So, what what about partisan politics? Do you like? Uh, well, may, maybe you're going down your route isn't a bad idea. Like having collaborative governments, what what do 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 society some. Some good, like having inter-party lines, but um, we, I guess, the party. I guess parties will always have their platforms and um, platforms. Political parties will always have their platforms and mm-hmm. um, kind of ways that they are. Yeah. Right? So you're seeing you're not seeing partisan politics go away anytime yeah. soon, is what I'm hearing yeah, you say. Yeah. Now, in full disclosure, you're somebody that lives with physical disabilities and have been going through the university system as a student with living with physical disabilities. Has that played any part in your perspective in terms of politics? Well, I I I definitely see some barriers 
to accessibility that like have, having a simple bathroom on the main floor of Plastriel would help out greatly. Like some some people don't. Although I do I do like doing stairs and they're they're no problem. But I know other people like there's. Uh, there, there, there's no elevator going up to to uh, the first floor of art. He, uh, there's another student that has to go all the way down to Edwards to get an elevator up to the first floor of arts. So there are some barriers, but um, accessible equity services is a great service. They help out with my note taking and um, I get double time on exams. So yeah, they're, they're, there are some perks also. Yeah. Well, and I mean, thank you for sharing that, because I know it's a sensitive topic, and it doesn't define a person by any stretch, no. and it certainly hasn't defined your activity within partisan politics and your analysis of it. But I asked that question quite sincerely, because I know you and I both talked about kind of advocacy around issues like pharmacare and, you know, ph- medical you know, accessibility and such. How do you, and we talked a little bit before we came on air around kind of the role of public policy. And I know you've been studying that in, at university and such. What are your thoughts about where you think some of the parties need to go in terms of, you know, public policy around accessibility? Well, uh, as, as Roy Romano said um, in, in one of my lectures, um, it's, it's a very complex Field, um, maybe uh, having uh, just talking with other people. Maybe politicians Mm -hmm. should use a bottom-up approach with people with physical disabilities, so that they can have some input into the policy-making process at at all levels, civic, provincial, federal. Um, Yeah. No, that's a really good point. I appreciate that. And I mean, you know, you talked about the environment being one, and you you know, we've just talked about another kind of a, a social realm of policy. What are some other key issues that you're following right now currently at the at the federal or for that matter at the provincial because I know you follow both well um my 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 dad's always been active in his union so I've always found labor issues to be quite prevalent um minimum wage it's a it's a big issue I I fully believe um, fifteen dollars, and even a living wage uh, can be 
doable. Um, I, I, I don't have my theory, but as I think 15, a retail store, a well-known retail, uh, big corporation like Walmart or McDonald's should easily be able to pay employees $15. And when you pay $15 an hour, that means employees have more incentive to spend in other local uh, distilleries and uh, businesses and that circulates money into other businesses so other businesses can pay also pay their workers 15 if not a living wage so and, and thank you for sharing your perspective have you had any debates on this in any of your classes um not so much about the minimum wage, but there has been some healthy debate. Profs always ask for um, input, and there are some good discussions mm-hmm. in class. So, what's another? What's another topic that's been kind of hitting your radar lately? Um. Well, I know we 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 talked about uh, Jane Jane Philpot mm-hmm. and Jody Wilson Raybould. Um, of course, they just announced that they will be running as independents. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what's, your, what's your thoughts on that? Of course, um. I I would have liked them to run for the the NDP, yeah. but also I know they're strong principled uh, women, and um, they 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 don't want to uh, go away from their ideology. They they're strictly liberal, but uh do, you, yeah, do yeah. you see that as a move that will potentially happen more? Because one of the things, and for folks that are just tuning in, this is Civically Speaking, and I'm the host, Lenora Swiston, and I'm here with a very strong advocate for, you know, I wouldn't say advocate for partisan politics, but a guy that's been steeped in partisan politics for a long time. So, um, you know, Rupin here, who's my guest. And Rupin, say your last name. Yeah, so some of you will have seen Rupin around town. He's, he's, he's well-known within certain partisan circles, I know. But, I mean, you just touched on something with, I know we've talked on this show a few times around kind of what happened around Jody Wilson-Weibel and the whole notion of uh, the SNL, you know, the the Lavalin um, debacle, I guess you could say, in a sense, and then, you know, getting ousted from the Liberal caucus and then Jane Villapot following her and also, you know, leaving and then both of them getting kicked out and now they're both seeking to run again as as independents. So in the future, I mean, their call out yesterday when they announced separately when within half an hour of each other that they were doing this was that they wanted to reach out to other independents and that they thought it was better to do that than join another party. Your thoughts on that? 
Um, it's a, it's a, it's a good idea. Maybe they're coming from your perspective of being more uh, collaborative. Um, it's, I just see it as, um, um, Justin Trudeau kicking them by the wayside and them not wanting to go into any other party, Mm -hmm. but still staying in, in, in the house because they, they, they've only been there one, I believe they've only been there one term each, so... It may be a tough go for them, huh? Yes. Yeah, it might be. Now, I want your thoughts, because you mentioned earlier that you, you've seen a lot of NDP leaders in your time, and you've recently met with Jagmeet Singh again. What's your thoughts on this guy? Because, you know, I think to a lot of people, both him and Sheer, we're still trying to get to know who they are. You know, some of us will know Sheer because he's from this province recently and has been an MP here. Jagmeet Singh kind of new to, to the federal game. Thoughts on him? I just think Jang Meet Singh just has to get out and meet meet the voters and um actually he told some pretty impactful stories that he wrote in his book. I believe if he tells these impactful stories in the media he might actually get some coverage because there there was a event on um in a town hall with sherry benson about universal pharmacare last week and he told some pretty interesting stories but but there was no media, so. So, what kind of stories did he tell? Well, he told he told stories of people that he met, and they were quite impactful. How people are burdened, how they can't get their prescription drugs, and. Things, things like that. So I think if he could just tell them on a national national media outlet, I think he could get some support. So you're thinking part of his challenge is the visibility issue yes. and getting some, some media attention that he yes. hasn't been getting as much. That's interesting. And so, you know, on that vein, kind of jumping here in the last, if you can believe it, Rupin, in the last couple of minutes here, at the provincial level, kind of, I know that you're a, a friend of Ryan Miley, and he's the leader of the of the NDP. How do you think they're doing right now at the provincial level? Um, well, Scott Moe seems a bit popular at the moment, but I think... Ryan has a few ideas. Um, same as Jake Meat, I just think he needs to get out there. And uh, of course, he has this idea of renew Saskatchewan 
that could really be a game changer, especially in rural rural parts of the province where, where we need the seats. So I just think he needs to get out there and uh, spread the word. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. And in the last minute of the show, what would be your advice to somebody that's trying to learn more about kind of partisan politics? They're coming in, they're 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 fresh out of they're fresh out of the nonpartisan waters, and they're wanting to jump in, knowing that there's an election coming up federally in fall, and two others following in the following year. First at the provincial level, and October, and then the municipal. Shortly thereafter, um, in the municipal, what would you tell them? Well, it's all about what what you believe in and what ideology you you believe in. Uh, I believe in. Uh, collectivist politics and supporting workers on the job and it's all what you believe in so yeah Awesome. Well, that is a great way to end this. So thank you, Rupin Sambasavan, for coming on the show. It's been great to have you here. I know that you and I have chatted many times, you know, on the street and at different events and and seeing you out and about in community. And so thanks for coming on um, as a guest. We'll have you back as part of the panels in fall when we start to to hunt around for candidates that are running federally. So. Sounds great. Thank awesome. you for having me, Lenore. You're welcome so much. And for those of you that are tuning in, uh, my name is Lenore Swiston. I'm the host of Civically Speaking. Up next is, of course, the USSU show. And uh, they're going to be talking about politics for the throne. So that's the title of it. I know nothing else, so I can't tell you anything more about that. So in the meantime, enjoy your evening. Take care and cheer for any Canadian teams or Canadians on teams that are giving